Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening to the technology Chaos Free Radio Show. Today's host, <laughs> Kenneth Saunders III. Good evening, everyone. This is the Technologist KS3 radio show, After Dark Edition. My name is Kenneth Saunders III, and I would like to thank you for taking the time out out of doing what you're doing tonight to be able to listen to my podcast right now. This is absolutely awesome. Um, Last week uh, was an exciting week. It has been a week since the last broadcast. Um, And what I discussed last week was everything that happened with Apple and how things have just really, really exploded since uh, that point. Uh, And it's really surprising on a way on how people have been, uh, I would say, taken aback with uh, everything dealing with what Apple has uh, announced, uh, particularly with the uh, iPhone 10, um, and subsequently all the other products that uh, have been announced and released uh, since that point. Uh, Right now that we are in the uh, in the phase of where people are pre-ordering where they can get their devices uh, by Friday on the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, uh, Apple TV, uh, 4K, and Apple Watch Series 3. So, but if you are listening uh, to this call uh, or to this podcast live, you can call here at 619-924-9851. Again, the number here is 619-924-9851. Nine eight five one. Uh, I got to tell you that um, I have been talking all day, uh, and it's actually been pretty great, <laughs> uh, simply because of just dealing with my other business uh, that that I have. Uh, it it has been a, a fantastic thing of being able to really impact people's lives, and so this is one of the reasons why I am on the air right now to be able to give you the information that you need to tell you the truth about technology. So today's theme is about iOS 11. I call it iOS 11 Badness. Uh, it is uh, pretty um, interesting because yesterday, oh, yeah, yesterday was the day that Apple released iOS 11. And iOS 11 is the upgrade for the operating system for the iPhone and iPad, but also Watch OS 4 came out for the Watch, and also TVOS uh, came out as well for the Apple TV. And so these things are, you know, when when Apple releases an upgrade, uh, it is recommended that everyone upgrades immediately uh, to be able to take advantage of the new features, uh, then also to enhance security that comes with it. Uh, but then also really provides you with a way of actually upgrading your phone every year to a new phone. Why do I say that? Why does technologist care say that? Uh, 
one thing is that with the exception of iPhone back in 2007, uh, the, 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 I, w- I would say that – Apple changed the way on how phones, and particularly smartphones, were to be looked at. Um, so if you really look at the evolution uh, in, uh, of iPhones, the, the, the fact is, is that the, the, I would say the, the, the iPhone started off being able to have a multi-touch screen and stuff like that um, was absolutely amazing at the time. Uh, because uh, most of the phones at the time, particularly called smartphones, uh, that some had a stylus. Like I had a Trio before, but it had a stylus. Uh, you had the Blackberries with a nice keyboard, and really there was really nothing else um, as far as with it really being graphical, being full color, with icons, and being able to just have a software-based keyboard. And so ever since, Apple, with any type of change that Apple has made with all their products, they have been criticized and scrutinized on every new thing that they have. Even the iPhone entirely was was quoted by several journalists saying that it would be a complete failure. How can a computer company create a phone when you had the big cell companies like Nokia and, and Motorola and uh and uh, Samsung, those are like really the key. BlackBerry. Yeah, I mean those were like the, the the huge players at the time. But yet people are were were absolutely amazed by this product, particularly when they saw it in in person. You know, the the, the fact is is that even when when Apple moved over from the first version two to three. 3G version, there was a change in operating system. It added more features. It added copy and paste. It allowed you to have the app store so you can start downloading apps. There are a bunch of different things that happen every year with each release of iOS 11. I'm not iOS 11, but with iOS. Um, before it was phone, iPhone OS, phone OS. Now it's iOS. Uh, and and the, the great thing about, uh, about what Apple has done with this platform uh, one has been able to be for it to be completely compatible with the Mac simply because they're both at the base running Unix, same core, but they've been able to make it in a in a mobile form. And I think a lot of us we take that for granted. Most people take it for granted. And with every new thing where they have over two hundred different changes out of each operating system, most of them people don't see. Uh, sometimes you'll see them cosmetically, particularly with the terms between iOS 5 and iOS 6. Oh, I mean, excuse me, iOS 6 and iOS 7, where you had the complete overhaul of the of the interface, where it really looked different from before. Uh, and some people complained about that. Uh, and now here we are with iOS 11, which is really a refinement of what you find with iOS 10, but have come out with some great features and different interface changes, which make it easier to use the phone. And not only do you have the, the great part of, you know, the difference in the change in the control center or, or being able to use do not disturb while driving, which I have loved since the first day uh, for in, back in June when I was able to get, a, get my hand in it. Now, the other thing that, uh, you know, you have other features where you have um, – you know, with the iPad, the iPad, let me tell you, 
if you have iPad, iPad Pro, and it's compatible with with the um, if it's compatible with iOS 11. Sorry, a little brain fart. Uh, got a little note distraction. So uh, it, it changes now with how you can use iPad Pro or your iPad. Now it makes iPad even more of a productivity tool and even more of a laptop replacement simply because of, of how they've been able to change the dock with, you know, the, where the bottom row of your icons are, that's called the dock. Uh, but then also being able to uh, uh, drag and drop from one app to the next, the side-by-side split screen, and, you know, other things, uh, just like, for, for, for instance, um, the bigger support for Apple Pencils. It, it's, it's made it so much more of a complete tool that now when, I, for, for instance, I have an iPad Pro, and I've had it since, um, since earlier on, uh, it's changed now on, on how you actually use this device. If I could develop on it, it would literally be the only computer that I have because even with the model that I have, it is so powerful and, and so quick. Uh, even being able to record, to record a screen session, because it records screen recording, doesn't do audio, but you take that, import that into iMovie, and do a quick voiceover, my goodness, that has helped me so much with my clients. So the ones that I teach on how to use iOS and make it uh, more efficient, you know, make their use more efficient, uh, being able to show them directly on what to do has been an absolute lifesaver, at least for the ones that are really running iOS 11. But even with iOS 10, uh, they're just, just being able to show them on how uh, they, they can do it. Absolutely uh, fantastic. And I really love, really, really love being able to use uh, iOS 11 uh, completely. Um, uh, even right now, you know, I have show notes on one side, but then also I have Facebook or my messenger or, or, or messages on the other side. So that way that I can uh, clearly not only pay attention to what I have here, but then I'll, I can also respond to text messages. But I realize myself doing some multitasking while I'm talking to my faithful listeners uh, is pretty difficult. I've honestly really is. But I really love being able to, to take advantage of the multitasking that uh, you have on here. And I've got to be honest with you, it is different than using multitasking, of course, on, on the Mac or on, on, a, on the PC. Yeah, you can connect multiple, uh, well, not even connect multiple displays because that's what I have on, on my MacBook Pro, uh, particularly while I'm running this show. Uh, it being able to just really switch between each app and have each one all full screen uh, on, on iPad uh, has really just changed the entire experience. And I do recommend people who have iPad uh, to, to really use it uh, and and find joy in it. But now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else I love uh, about this. Um, because before I get into this whole madness when it comes to iOS 11, um, I do have to warn people. And normally I don't really do this for um, Apple products, particularly like when they're first released. Um, because I guess there's something I need to speak upon uh, uh, upon that. 
uh, when it when it comes to dealing with first release from Apple. And I think this may be more of a criticism of what I've actually noticed um, on a trend of what Apple has been doing. And now again, you know, some people may never hear me say these kind of things in front of their face, but I want to put it down on record so that way people can refer back to it, uh, is the fact that I think in a lot of ways, um, Apple with their quality control has gone down. Their focus in detail is not like how it used to be. Now, why am I saying that? I think iOS 11, I think it's refined. They're adding things that uh, have been long overdue with the operating system itself. On iPad and iPad Pro, it's great. I have not had, with this version that's out now, because I've been running the, the final version of it for over a week now, it's great on, I, on, on iPad. Now, on iPhone, mm, mm. I do not recommend anyone upgrading to iOS 11 until they release an update. So that might be iOS 11.0.1, but I don't necessarily recommend it for everybody uh, running iPhone right now. I have an iPhone 7 Plus. Of course, a very fast phone. It was the fastest. Well, it still is the fastest until iPhone 8 is officially out in the public's hands. And then later on, iPhone 10, when that comes out at the end, actually in November, uh, but iPhone 7 Plus is a is an extremely fast phone, very powerful. Well, has I would say has kept its eye off the ball a little bit. I do feel that with iOS 11, that there were not enough updates, beta updates. I think they were rushed to get uh, to their normal announcement phase that you know in the middle of or at the beginning of, of September, uh, in order to uh, not uh, give the perception that they were running late. I know they want to beat the third quarter and um, and for their stocks to be able to, you know, put up new products out. But I really do think that they, um, uh, it's not as clean as it should be. Uh, one of the things that um, that you will notice when you do upgrade to iOS 11 uh, with, with the iPhone, even with the latest one, uh, is that your phone will be slower. It's not supposed to be slower. In fact, this final master is slower than the beta version before it. It is weird. They kind of went backwards in a, in a sense. And there are times where I've been able to reproduce a bug where if I'm responding to a, a notification that is specifically dealing with Facebook Messenger or dealing with the messages and native messages app that comes with that with with the iPhone, um, that it will do a soft reboot of the phone. Even if you're on the phone with someone, and particularly if you're on the phone with someone, and you respond to one of those type of messages, uh, the phone will do a soft reboot, but it will not disconnect you from your call. 
what it will do is that it just restarts. Um, it'll actually put in your passcode or use your touch ID uh, to get back in. And that happens consistently. Um, there are other things where uh, the, the, the fact is that um, if you're copying a message from, let's say, from messages, um, sometimes, and if you're moving it just a little bit, sometimes that part of what you copy, that little bubble, will stay on the screen even if you go back a conversation or whatnot. Uh, those are the types of things that I have seen uh, that has, you know, it's not quality of where it should be for the public to, to download this and run it on the products because it, it tends to ruin the experience of owning an Apple product. Yeah, I'm an Apple zealot and stuff and an evangelist because of the fact I love on how Apple pays attention to detail. But right now they have it. Even with somehow even with the inconsistencies of of and this is really picky of like the difference between like when you go into messages for instance and you go into music and the bold text that you see, it's not aligned in the same place. It's off a little bit, even though they're different apps. But if it's going to be the same theme across the board, um, even in your calendar app, uh, it should all be consistent. And the fact is that it's not consistent. And that's something that does bother me, that does trouble me, um, because, again, Apple has always been known about detail. I've always gotten on, on, you know, the case of Android, and particularly with Samsung, on how even their design, well, let's not even talk about really, they don't have a design standard. Um, if you want to see something that's even worse, go with a Samsung-specific product. Um, if you go even with uh, a Google Pixel. Now, again, Google is coming out with their Pixel 2 on, on October 3rd. They're going to announce that um, with the Google Pixel and the Google, Google Pixel 2, Google Pixel 2 XL. They're announcing that. So that's really the, the final um, major release of all the smartphones for 2017. So people are looking forward to that to see on how it compares with all the other uh, big phones that have been released or announced. And, and even with LG with the V30, um, that's not necessarily available. That's not out until next month for, for the United States, but it's available in other parts of the world. But the big thing is that even with the design, again, it's not a matter of whether or not you as a consumer will actually notice it. It's the fact is that if the designers themselves take the time, they're the ones who care because it, once you see it, you'll never unsee it. But if it's always perfect, and they have the capability of making these things as perfect as possible, then it's at least the design-wise, then uh, it it makes the whole experience much more enjoyable. But having bugs, this release, the public release of iOS 11, I would say is the public beta, the, the super public beta version of iOS 11. And so I really don't recommend for anyone with an iPhone to download it. But now on the iPad, oh, go right ahead and do it because it makes it into this super, uh, super, this wonderful device. Because even, you know, here's another cool thing that I like about it, right? So when if you, if you have your iPad Pro, you got Apple Pencil, uh, if you go and actually uh, when you're on your lock screen and you tap it, it opens up notes. There are some who say, like, oh, that's not really a big deal. 
But the thing is, it is. Because what they're doing is still bringing greater functionality to the device that you have. And on a tablet, to be able to have that functionality of being able just to easily just go in and, and start writing a note, that is awesome. And, in fact, you know, the funny thing is that while um, I'm on the show, I actually did that. Um, so I can uh, go back in and, and create the note, delete the note. Uh, it, it's really great. Um, being able to, oh, you know, here's the great thing about this, too, because all your apps, the iPhone apps and stuff, have all been updated to really support the new features of iOS 11. There's this one very powerful thing um, on iOS 11 with uh, iPad. And there's this app called Files. Files. Well, this is where it really makes your iPad Pro or iPad into more of like a laptop hybrid mishmash type thing where when you go and use files, not only does it connect to you with to your iCloud drive, but let's say if you have a Google Drive, a Dropbox, or a Microsoft OneDrive, uh, you can connect to all those services all in one place in one app to be able to access your files and then open them up with the compatible with the compatible um, apps. That is a big thing because that's really as close as to a file system or file management system that Apple has ever released on the iPhone and iPad. In fact, files is available on the iPhone as well. So now you can really start thinking about instead of having my files on my device itself, it's all in the cloud. Now, there are some people who, of course, who are still afraid of, of the cloud system and like, oh, I don't trust the cloud. I mean, I cannot be frank with y'all because this is after dark. Get over yourself. No, seriously, because <laughs> the, the technology that's out isn't and, – and, I don't know where it really came from where people felt this conspiracy-type thing of thinking that these companies are trying to do things in order to make more money or to, or to compromise your security. No, you know what they've done is that they've actually put themselves in the position of being more responsible to their customers, which is you. Well, maybe not Google friends. I mean, well, Google it too. They care about their customers as well. But again, their customers aren't you. They're really the advertisers. That's how they make most of their money, let's be honest. But they use a tool to make it seem that it's consumer friendly. But in fact, uh, it, 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 you know, they, they are, um, I would say, they're trying their best to really consumers as well because they are the dominant force when it comes to mobile uh, with Android. Android is... Um, is about to become the most highly used um, operating system out of all every operating system, including Windows. And so, um, I would I would say that uh, with, with the cloud, start trusting, start using it. Just start using it. See how it fits into your workflow, and you'll see how powerful it is when your device decides to act up and you can't get access to your device. But knowing that your files are tucked away in a cloud on somebody else's server, knowing that you can access it when you get a new device, that's powerful. That's instant backup if you think about it. That way you don't have to worry about where your files are 
You just always know that you have access to them. And so make sure that you're, you're, you're doing that. Make sure that you are backing up all your information in some kind of way. Because, again, before you upgrade to iOS 11, and I did a video on my Technologist Cares 3 uh, Facebook page yesterday um, and posted on my personal page as well, uh, is that when you are updating to iOS 11 or you're doing any big thing, make sure that your device, devices are backed up. And you have to do that because one of the most frustrating things that I see online is when people will go and like, oh, I lost all my contacts. Um, I need to, uh, everybody need to send their information to me. What? One, that tells me you don't have any business about yourself. But then also the whole thing is that what in the world, who are you around when you're getting these phones in particular? And that's on iOS and Android you may not want to buy storage or even with Google, you don't really have to buy storage. All you have to do is just have a Google account, a free Google account, and it will back up your information for free. Same thing with Apple. We sign up for iCloud and it will back up your contacts for free. The only reason why you need to buy storage is that if you take a bunch of pictures. And on my devices, that got over 25,000 pictures that I have access to at any time. Not to mention over the 1,500 videos that I have, I'm still trying to look through my videos for that. I can't believe I got that many photographs and videos. Amazing. Particularly with the videos. But in the case, it's all about being able to have access to all this stuff. But that's the whole thing when, you, when, when these companies, these, these operating system updates on iOS 11, Yes, iPad, go for it. iPhone, just wait until next week when they release the point revision, which will fix most of the other bugs that happen that people are experiencing now. Don't be a beta test. You want to kind of be able to feel, you know, you want to be able to use it uh, without having any problems, without having any frustration. But if you decide to do it and you get the bugs, well, I mean, live with it. It's okay. Go ahead and live with it. You're a beta tester. Just make sure you complain about it. Report it. So I'm pretty sure other people, but the more people that complain about certain posts, I mean a certain bug, Apple tends to put those in priority. So don't feel bad about going on there. It's your product. You bought it. Make them responsible for fixing it. Some people may not do it, but that's all right. But in either case, even with Android um, 8.0, if you have a Google Pixel or, or Nexus uh, 6 or 6P, um, any bugs you see with that, report it to Google. Unfortunately, if you have a, you know, a, an LG, Motorola, Lenovo, uh, HTC, Samsung products, you don't know what people are experiencing with Android anyway. You'll find out in another six months. Sorry, I, I will always speak about that. And I got to tell you, despite the people who always want to go and move to another platform, going back on, you know, to Android apps, here's the thing. Unfortunately, unless you are getting a Pixel, you will not be able to get the best of what Android has to offer. Sorry. Not sorry. 
But I can't. That's the number one reason why I cannot recommend Android until they fix that issue. Even for me, I cannot even consider. I cannot even consider going into uh, using um, Android. But I use Google Home all day. Hey Google, so like, <laughs> you know, oh Google didn't even. Oh, I guess Google is really trying to figure out what I'm saying. Stop listening. So I have Google Home. He, he responded. So I can say, hey, Google, good evening. Hello, Kenneth. The time is 1128 p.m. You hear that? <laughs> okay, Google, pause. Okay, Google, pause. So, all right, cool. So, you know, I speak to Google all the time as well. But, you know, the great thing about this is that just start being, listen, pay attention uh, and don't jump so quick, uh, particularly if you don't, if you know that you're not necessarily technically inclined. Because part of the reason why people get frustrated with technology is when things don't work, and because they don't have the technical skill to have an understanding of what's going on, they get frustrated, and then they start blaming the product. Oh, it told you to update. That's why I'm always here to tell you the truth about technology. So. I hope everybody has a good night. This is Technology Kids Speed After Dark Radio Show. <laughs> See y'all next time. And try again. You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost. So all you pay for is data. It's never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service.